Esther's Pet Care Service provide only the best for your furry loved ones. With years of vet tech experience and physical fitness training to provide a healthy lifestyle for your pets. No matter what the need is, Esther's Pet Care Service will provide the love and care that you would give and much more. So for more information on how Esther's Pet Care Service can provide for you and your pet, go on to the official website at estherpcs.com. The quality, the care, bonded and insured. That's Esther's Pet Care Service. Now covering the Philadelphia and Montgomery County regions. Hey, this is Bob Camp, co-creator of the Renaissippi Show, and you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Here comes a new challenger. Time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, on the show right now, I am very honored to have this guy on the show, considering that as a unofficial public defender of this show... Uh, I, you know, really enjoy what this uh, guy does and what his studio does. He is the character designer for Teen Titans Go. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Chris Battle. How are you doing, sir? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. First of all, I'm going to torture myself and our fans on the East Coast right now. How's the weather over there? Uh, it's beautiful. Nice sunny day. <laughs> Can't complain. Damn the hell. it is what it is i mean for the record we've been having the most um convoluted weather in the east coast it's been 61 day and now snowing the next day it's very weird man it's 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 a very a diverse amount of uh climate up here very Mm. fickle that's mother nature for you yeah (laughs) but i i'm so glad to have you on the show um i'm a big fan of teen titans go just for it, the essence of what it is and you just everything around, just the character design like you've done, the comedy. I mean, the, the comedy, if you really pay attention to it, it's hilarious. Um, just so much things going on with this show that people need to understand and, and really invest in. Uh, and, you know, I need to know from your perspective of where you got, you know, came from and stuff. So I got a, lo- a load of questions to talk to you about. Um, as far as your character designs and your design skills, Perry, where did you uh, study in uh, your craft? Where did you hone your craft at? Uh, basically, I, I honed it by working, actually. Uh, I, I'm one of those rare people that did not go to art school. Uh, I was able to get in pretty early since uh, I, I've been around for a little while. Uh, I got my start in the uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. That's that's when animation hit a big boom. That was yeah. right, you know, right after uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and uh, Beauty and the Beast and The Simpsons and mm-hmm. everything was really just blowing up. So uh, most of the studios just needed talent, and so they were uh, willing to give anybody who could at least draw a shot. So yeah. I got in right right when the get was good. It was around the, around the Stippy era, too. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a big inspiration. That, that, that really got me off my ass. Got me drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, what artists did you uh, look up to growing up? Well, I mean, uh, as, as a kid in the 80s, uh, I was definitely influenced by, like, everything. Uh, I mean, um, stuff like uh, Charles Schultz, The Peanuts, was one of my big influences as a kid. But then it's, like, Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. I was a Star Wars kid. You know, I had all the big Art of Star Wars books. Uh, and I got to grow up with all the classic stuff and the new stuff. So I love Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes. Uh, I love ha- the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh and then uh, anime came in, so I was all down for all that as well. So uh, it's it's always been a big mishmash. And Marvel Comics, yeah, in there, which is um, definitely uh, ironic that I'm here working on a DC show. <laughs> and, uh, I was a big Marvel kid, right? 
Yeah, but but the 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 one DC comic book that I did read in the eighties was the New Teen Titans. So you know, <laughs> worked out. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how these roads go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can all right? So you um, you made it all the way through, and you've done some tremendous TV and most memorable cartoons. But you're here as a graphic designer. The part of what I like about having our guest on the show is to educate people who may think they know or may not know, understand, or want to know what goes on in the process. So if you can, can you explain to our listeners and myself included, you know, the daily process or part of the daily process of what goes on as a character designer? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Well, uh, uh, like you said, I'm, I'm a character designer. So uh, with most animated shows, each department is somebody's job. There's somebody who does characters. There's somebody who does props like uh, like cars and spaceships. There's somebody who draws backgrounds. There's somebody who paints backgrounds. There's storyboard artists. It goes all up and down the line. So uh, so I do characters. So uh, depending on how a show is done, I uh, might sit down with a script or uh, there might already be a storyboard or even an animatic with all the voices and everything done. But, uh, and so what I will have to do is sometimes I'll have to design a, a new character that comes in. And in addition to that, uh, I'll also do if uh, any of the regular characters like change outfits and things like that. And uh, then as we get deeper into it, when we look at the storyboard, a lot of times there's funny expressions. Maybe somebody's face gets blown up or you know, gets punched <laughs> in the face. I'm going to draw a lot of fun stuff like that. Right. So uh, that's that's all what I do. And then uh, those drawings are used as the guide for the animators who do the actual animating. Okay, so do me a favor and please tell me that you are responsible for two designs. One would be the Golden Girls. Uh, no, no, that one was not mine. That's a bummer. Yeah. The other would be uh, Robin's version of. I'm pretty sure this is a reference from this of Mr. Carter from Walking Back Carter. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I did do that one. Yeah, I'm bowing to you right now. When I saw that, there was a new episode recently too, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw that, and trust me, you got to say I'm 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 from back then too. Welcome back, Carter is one of my all-time favorite shoes. <laughs> when I saw that mustache and the afro, I I went in a, in a brown suit that he normally wears. I'm like, I love this show to death. <laughs> well, my my personal favorite of all those old throwbacks. I mean, I got to draw the cast of Webster, so that's yes. that that did it for me. <laughs> the episode where he keeps referencing off of '80s um, shows. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, people really need to understand why this is catered to, I mean, just so many demographics. I mean, it's like you got comic fans, you got kids, you know, for families and all this stuff. And you just have adults who know, you know, these. this is almost every bit as comical as, say, like Family Guy, Mm. which is a little bit of step up of, you know, raunchiness. But the (laughs) references are kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just can't help it, right? Yeah. (laughs) You can't you you got to commend you guys on that. It's it's tremendous. How much input you know do you uh, factor into your development of a character? Like if they come to you with an idea, are you guided by the input, or do you add on to your you know sense of saying like, well, maybe what if we do this? Uh, most most times it's it's pretty guided. Like they'll say we're we're thinking of doing this, or you know, I mean the uh, you know our supervising directors will figure it out, or you know the, the directors and the storyboard, sometimes even the scripts. But every once in a while, they're like, ah, I don't know, we just need some uh, some superheroes out here waiting in line at the uh, at the supermarket or something. And then I'm like, mm, can we use this guy or that girl? And they're all like, oh yeah, sure, yeah. You know, so, 
Occasionally, but yeah, yeah. Usually it's pretty spelled out, but I mean, you know, it's pretty exciting when they say, so you're going to draw the cast of Webster this week, okay? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that rocks. That really, really rocks. Um, what is the feeling? I mean, you've, you've been doing this for so long, and I mean, even back then, you said you had to get on a uh, jump the gun and get on a ball, but when you finally worked your, your tail off... And you, you get to see your work in a wide scale. How does that make you feel? I mean, especially in this stage, because you've been doing this for quite some time. You're, 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 you're in veteran stage right now. Yeah, I know. Man, where'd all the time go? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's still always cool, you know, because animation is a real collaborative art. You know, it takes a whole crew of people, all a bunch of different talented artists, mm -hmm. and uh, everybody uh, does their part, and you get to see it all come together. You know, you get to see, like, you know, you do your little pencil drawing, yeah, somebody yeah. else uh, cleans it up and colors it, and then, you know, there's background designers, background painters, and they mm -hmm. put it all together along with voiceover artists, sound effects, music. And all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, look what we all did together. It's, <laughs> it's always amazing to see something finished. And, he, uh, and, and you know, I, I say this all the time to people who are looking to rather not even just do something in your industry, in your field, but just in general. I mean, you need that tight-knit group of people with the same passion and the same energy and guidance and direction to really make this go. And you look at the show. This show would not work if everybody didn't put the same effort in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost an obsession, you know, uh, that that all of we artists share. I mean, we're, we're all the same people, you know, that uh, you, you grow up and you're crazy about art. Maybe there's only one other kid, that you know, who likes art as much as you do. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty crazy. Once you get into doing this for real, everybody has that same level of obsession and loves all the same nerdy stuff you do. It's it's a blast. And you see and you see it all grow together. I mean, I mean, there's a case, you know, when I was in school, you know, studying for art and design and everything. I mean, the the term iron sharp as iron was a great deal. It me it still stands today. It's very relevant for any and all things. I mean, it again, like the, the amount of quality that this show provides is is a result of everybody just doing the thing. And I, you know, again, you guys rock with that. <laughs> now, um, you know, as a Teen Titan Ghost fan yourself, obviously, um, what would you say uh, is one of the most, aside from the character design, of course, uh, would be one of the most demon qualities you uh, like about the show? Well, I mean, uh, I was always a big fan of uh, Dan Hip's illustration uh, that I've seen all over the web for several years. So when I first uh, went in for a meeting there to see about working on the show, I looked at the walls and I said, is that, is that, is that Dan Hip's artwork? And they said, yeah, he's, he's our art director. This is his first job in animation. I said, oh, wow. good. So, you know, uh, the, the work that Dan and our background crew does, I mean, got to love it. You know, I mean, his artwork is amazing and uh, his color styling is really fun. Yes, the color, uh, the color selection is a major deal. <laughs> and I think, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. It really works uh, tremendously with this show. Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, well, so to the point that, like, I don't know if you remember the old WB stores that they used to have in malls and everything. Yes, I do. Yeah. I man, I used to I used to religiously go to that place by the watches, <laughs> but, more, uh, yeah. but more importantly, that fossil used to come out with. But more importantly, by the lithographs. And yes. the minute I used to see watch the show, and I really enjoyed and understood the show, I was like. Darn it, I wish there was really a chance to get one of these lithographs of this show. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the only bummers about everything being done digitally. I mean, yeah. everything looks amazing now. That's what's cool. But, yeah, there's not many more cells being done anymore, you know. Doesn't I, mean, I, I, I even have a lithograph of Bruce Timm and Paul Denny's work from uh, 
Batman and Superman Worlds Collide. Oh, nice. It's huh. limited edition. It's like it's autographed by him. It was like, man, I wish I would have grabbed so much more of these. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, back back in the day, they used to uh, give those away as Christmas gifts sometimes. Uh, when uh, when I was working for uh, working on Powerpuff Girls, that was when Hannah Barbera was absorbed kind of into Warner Brothers Animation. Yeah. They, uh, when they had the company Christmas party, they just have a big box full of uh, gift wrap, uh, uh, little frame cells, and uh, you would just reach in there and grab one at random. I I got one from uh, Bruce Tim uh, Batman uh, Adventures uh, of uh, of Robin. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Pretty pretty cool. It, it was it was the one that uh, Bat, Batman uh, got dosed by uh, Scarecrow's fear gas, and when they had that nightmare episode, yeah, the around, yeah. So that was a good episode and a really great sell. So wow, and is <laughs> it's to me that's that's the that's the genesis. That's the nucleus of the entire you know DC animation. Well, right. Well, the next generation, yeah, at least the next generation. I mean, not not counting Super Friends and all that stuff. Yeah, no, no, that's that's a big part of the modern uh, animation era. Uh, I mean, I was actually watching that uh, went right before I got into the business professionally. I was watching that and like you know trying to draw promo pieces to send to studios. And uh, yeah, it's very cool to have uh, played a part in, uh, in in that continuing history. Yeah, uh, especially we base most of our designs off of, of course, the Glenn Murakami original Teen Titans show. But of course, uh, Glenn worked with Bruce on all those original Batman shows. So we always uh, dip back into that as like the first stop on, uh, on our designs usually. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a, it's quite of an amazing lineage that you're a part of right now. I mean, DC animation is without a doubt the best animation America has right now. Oh man. It's they're, they're doing it right. They're doing it right. Every Especially- single time. I mean, and, and Teen Titans go is very much included in this. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's an amazing, I enjoy, there's not one animated movie or series that I have not enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely fun as as a kid who grew up as a total comic book kid. You know, I just had like my one or two choices. I'm like, do I keep drawing Wolverine or do I start drawing Bugs Bunny? I said, I don't know, I, I like the funny stuff and it's really hard to draw real, so I'm just going to draw cartoons. But, you know, I, I, I still enjoy all my superhero stuff, so it's kind of cool that they gave us funny cartoon people uh, a chance to draw the superheroes you know usually we don't get a play in that toy box right right i mean and here's a question too i mean you said you were a marvel fan and on stuff like that and you um ventured into character designing but was there any other form of um artist uh, uh realm that you were looking to go into maybe illustration maybe uh comic book illustration or, so, or sorts before going yeah. Um, I, I mean, as a kid, uh, you know, I was just drawing everything, especially as a teenager. You know, I was drawing uh, all, all the X-Men uh, stuff that I could draw. And uh, I, I even I, I know I even posted up on uh, my Tumblr and Instagram some of the drawings I did of the Teen Titans from when I was a kid. Uh, but, you know, when anime came around, I was drawing a bunch of that. But, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never never really figured I'd be able to do anything at, at, at the time. Uh, even though I went to a high school that had a specific um, uh, art curriculum for art majors, uh, I was still doing cartoon design, and uh, I wasn't sure how I was going to do that to anything. You know, I thought um, I don't have any ideas to create the next Garfield or whatever. Uh, so I just uh, was trying to do some a little bit of graphic design, a little bit of marker arts. Yeah, at that, and, and then right around that time, I was able to actually get into animation, which is a good thing because uh, that was before computers. So anything that I would learned about graphic design would be irrelevant. Ooh, so, so you were a Corel kid. 
Oh, oh wait, wait. Corel is the is the markers or what? It was no. Corel was the um was the old before Adobe Illustrator and all the stuff, and it was also oh. Quarks. Oh no, man! I, I wasn't even that man. Was, oh god, you was like letter <laughs> letter set. It, it, oh. it was the rub on transfer things, and yes. I, I I have uh, markers. I think I still have a bunch of those markers that I've used occasionally. You know, I mean, you know, everything's digital now. I mean, you know, <laughs> luckily, luckily, uh, you know, I I got in there where I wasn't uh, afraid to uh, start working a little more digitally these right. days. You know, being as a generation that grew up with computers, so it's all good. But. Uh, yeah, no, I, I made the wise choice and probably the more fun choice to work in cartoons. Well, the other thing, too, what I think was so good about you is because you just you weren't like a one dimensional artist that was just stuck on just wanting to do one thing. I mean, I myself, you know, started, you know, drawing like you and then graphic design came in and then I just started wanting to do venture out to other things. I think the name of the game in this day and age for artists is to become more diverse. Yes, that's a good idea. Always, always a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Even- even even within working in animation, uh, I, I dabbled a bit uh, in in various things, especially in my early days. But I had shows like on the Powerpuff Girls or Dexter's Laboratory. We would do character design, we'd do prop design and effects design. So yeah. I would I would design Dexter in his flight suit. I would design the giant robot pilots, and I would draw all the missiles and explosions of, of him uh, shooting uh, from the robot as well. So. If there's no character design uh, positions on a certain show, they'll say, hey, you do props really good. You come on board and do that. I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll work. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a good thing to, to have as many. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say to have more arrows in your quiver. Yeah, I, I agree. I've been told I've actually been told by people, colleagues or, or whatnot, you know, especially in the graphic design field, it's like you should stick to one thing and go with that niche and i disagree with that i'm like no that is that i mean the the original creator uh, i mean the original grandfather uh, or father of you know graphic design paul ran he never mm-hmm. did that i mean they, those guys never went about that they went and did like magazines po- movie posters everything and got mm-hmm. themselves became more diverse became yeah. more acceptable assimilated and adapted mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i mean there you go i totally agree with that so it's the only way to go in my opinion um yeah. Now, going back to, you know, Teen Titans real quick, I mean, there's always, with its glory, <laughs> there's always a bit of controversy with this. You you know, as well as anybody, that there is always the lovely internet out there. Yes, yes. Who considers, some, some consider, I'm an internet too, so that that's not everybody, but um, there's some an internet that considers Teen Titans Go as some of, is like the most unholiest show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ever, ever in existence with the sole purpose to troll those who love the original Teen Titans Go. How do yourself and the rest of the studio, you know, because you guys handle it very well. I, I, I got to say, you guys handle it very well. It's not even like you hid away with it. You embraced it. But what was the what was the mindset when you guys got the Internet, you know, backlash or how does what's the philosophy of that? Well, I mean, uh, w- one thing that always happens, uh, whether it's with uh, the real movies or a new cartoon show, as soon as you do a new version of something that that's been around for a while and that people love and are passionate about, yeah. you're going to get a variety of reactions. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times uh, people haven't even seen anything. They'll just maybe see one image. You know, they'll go, yes. what? 
Heath Ledger is the Joker? Please, no. no. Daniel Craig, this blonde, blue-eyed guy, is James, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> yeah, right. Even the original Teen Titans, uh, that Glenn Mirakami did, uh, come coming off of uh, Batman the Animated Series, they're like, "What is this yeah. phony anime thing? <laughs> yeah. This this should be serious and dark. Why is why why is Tara being nice? She's supposed to be evil, you know. I mean, and, you know. And then after a while. People watch it and they get into it, you know. Let's, Can I take it even further back? Let's go back to Michael Keaton. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> Still, even even myself, I remember, uh, you know, I got excited as a kid when I when I saw that first image. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then when I watched the movie, I'm like, I don't know, man. That wasn't the Dark Knight Returns. You know, I want to see something. You know, he can't even turn his head. He's not fighting, you know. So, right, you know. The, the the thing is with a lot of these uh, a lot of these properties is that a lot of them have been around for you know fifty seventy five years and um, there's always been tons of versions and there will be more versions so mm-hmm. we always know we're just one link in the chain so, uh, so sometimes people just need to give things time and they'll and they'll see okay maybe you didn't dig this version of it but there'll be another version coming up soon I right know yeah and 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 we know that there can be tonal shifts. You know, like uh, you know, the '60s Batman, right? Completely mm-hmm. silly, but that that has its place. That has its place just as much as anything else, I guess. People love that West. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in your opinion, what is you know what what advice would you give to people, or what would you how what would it be the reason why people should invest in Teen Titans Go? Well, uh, I, I guess you know to know that uh, a lot of us love the property just as much as they do you know there's as you can see from uh, all of dan hits backgrounds there are tons of nerdy jokes mm-hmm. uh, that are throwbacks to all of dc's history from way back in the 60s to right up to suicide squad yeah uh and, and same here too we're, we're making the, the character department we're making tons of jokes not only on the uh, on just comic book history but on all of pop culture history so small if you wonder <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you think you'll ever see small wonder in a cartoon even referenced Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we we get to play with a lot of things. That, that's one of the fun things about it is that they, you never know what you're going to get from this show. You might get a Ninja Turtle parody one day. Uh, <laughs> Which I think we did, didn't we? <laughs> oh, oh we, we, we've done that a couple times. Yeah, I, I got to draw the Ninja Turtles and Splinter, and so that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the Powerpuff Girls did end up meeting the Teen Titans. Yeah. Yes, yes, and so that that was pretty funny for me, being, being a series artist from the original show where they said right. – all right, Battle, you're doing all the Powerpuff Girls and Mojo Jojo, and that's that's your special thing for this episode. I'm like, okay, I guess I know that one. <laughs> Let me tell you a quick story about that. I actually walked past, my wife was with me in the living room, and I was just walking past going into my office, and I swear to goodness, I just saw Mojo Jojo right in front of, like, Beast Boy or, or Raven, <laughs> and she was just turning the channel. I'm like, ah, uh-uh, wait, turn that back. <laughs> Did I just see something? Yeah. yeah, right, and I was like, and we ended up watching the entire thing. I'm like, sorry, honey. <laughs> this is huge and I think this was the time I was like I think I need to contact you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are I mean it's, I mean, it's, it's so the lo- thing I love about the show in its entirety like you said the creativity the mindset the imagination is just wide open and it's not even that you guys just have just let everything go there's a lot of there is some thought to what you guys do there is a method to the madness. It for is sure. very <laughs> much <laughs> cunning to the chaos, so to speak, too. You know? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, most most everything has a reason, and and you know there, there's um, there's a lot of things that uh, in in modern cartoons like lately, like uh, ever since Adventure Time and mm -hmm. Steven Universe, there's a lot of continuity that's going on with yes. serialized yes. stories. But what what people don't know maybe is that you know back back when like Ren and Stimpy and things are going on, uh, you would just end a cartoon with them dying in the stomach. <laughs> of an alien and then the very next minute you come back and they're sitting in their living room hanging out you know it's completely different so we we kind of uh go with that old style of cartoon things are just wink, wink. happen <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah they died this week but then they're back on the couch you know eating pizza the next week you know it's fine <laughs> man uh chris thank you so much i got a few more questions but i definitely thank you so much for this opportunity this is phenomenal i want to give you a few more questions do some plugs sure. if you like you know, we go with that. Um, let's talk about some of the other shows that you did say that you worked on. I mean, you are, you know, are, you worked alongside some of the most memorable uh, cartoons in um, Cartoon Network and more. I mean, mm -hmm. running down Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory, my personal favorite name associated, um, yeah. Duckman, of all things. One, I, I think this is a big cult comedy right here that you worked on. And another cult comedy, Batman Brave and the Bold. You know, just to name a few. I mean, there's many more. If you guys look at his IMDb page, there's a ton more of, like, you look back and like, whoa. <laughs> and then you have, like, a tiki statue built in your honor right there. <laughs> Man, I, I was really fortunate to just get in with uh, with a lot of good shows. Like I said, the uh, the timing was right. Uh, but once I got in with uh, Gendy Tartakovsky and Craig McCracken and those guys. Oh, yeah. And just uh, just kept running with all these amazing shows those guys were creating. So I was lucky enough to be there. Out of all those, do you have a personal? Act? I mean, because I mean, I know you're you they're all your babies, pretty much. <laughs> I can only imagine. But is there like there's every parent has a favorite son or daughter? Is yeah. there a favorite within the within your children over here that you actually uh you know found with had a good working experience with stuff like well, that? Well, I tend to look at them as uh, as a set of triplets. Uh, that like I mentioned that whole time I spent working with uh, Gendy and Craig, yeah. Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, and Samurai Jack. That was like seven years. We going, kept going back and forth to each series. We'd finish one, move on to the next. Then we do a movie and then a special. Or so I mean that that was just an amazing time because. Yeah. The quality of those shows. I, I was already a fan of the shorts before I even started working on it. But to work on on uh, that level of animation with uh, with the talented artists there, because it was not only uh, Gendy and all the Cal Arts guys, but it was also uh, most of the uh, uh, original Slumco crew from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. So I got to work with all those guys too, and uh, just learning from all of them. That that was my art school. You know? Which I mean, big shout out to Bob Camp too. He was a, he's been a guest on our show. He's a really great guy too. Uh, now that's he's probably one of the few people I haven't had the opportunity to work with. Oh, yeah, he, I, I'm sure he would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, we were at the uh, Chris Riccardi, Lynn Naylor, Don Shank, Charlie Bean, Carrie Yost, uh, uh, and, and Bill Ray, uh, Jim Smith, and the, the talent is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, at the end of the day, um, what is the best advice? I and mean, you've given, you know, if, any, if you guys have seen the really cool. Uh, commercial spot that uh, Chris has done, you know, showing what he's been able to do and how he does his character design as well as giving some tips. But, um, you know, what would you give, you know, I'm sure there's much more to tell, but what would you give, what other advice would you give to somebody that was asked, come up to you and ask you uh, how to invest your time and your skill in your field? Yeah. Well, I mean, aside from just the basic advice of drawing your ass off all the time, <laughs> uh, one thing that's really helpful now is the internet. 
You know, because uh, whatever you want to get into, if you want to get into comic books, video game design, animation, yeah. drawing books, whatever, uh, you can just go online onto Tumblr and you can find, you know, the artists that you like. You know, you can watch the end of a movie, the end of a TV show, check those credits, mm-hmm. Google the artist's names, and you will find their Tumblr, their website, where they're sharing all their artwork. So yeah. you can, you can like study that. You know, you don't even need to buy books. You can just study the images uh, off the net and you you can like learn how you're supposed to be drawing things maybe study that you know you know even if you're just copying it just to learn how uh, how people go about what they do a lot of times just step by step videos they're drawing uh, you, you know it's a great opportunity to learn oh you find a lot of artists have done that or do that now i mean i used to do it you know uh, jim lee <laughs> Jim Lee, Eric Larson, you know, all those guys. I love those guys. I used to always want to, you know, have that same style as those guys. For real. Um, yeah. and, and it's very intense style, so it takes a while to master, yeah. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, Jim Lee has been real awesome about always posting his drawings he did when he was, like, 14 or yeah. even when it's like, 21 and getting rejection letters uh, from, from D.C. or whatever, you know. So it, it, it takes a while to, to build your skills, but, uh, you know, that those guys are examples of uh, not giving up if you love something. Right? You know, I mean, Jim Lee got accepted into, wasn't it like medical school, I think? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He mentioned, he was, that, he mentioned that I was uh, at San Diego Comic-Con and I went to both his uh, his panels and he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was all set and ready to go and he said, you know what, Mom and Dad, I think I want to try this thing. Give me a year. And, yeah. and he hit it hard and he, he made it. You know, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and again, consistency. I, I also want to add consistency is, you know, like you said, is is one of those things that you got to do if you really love what you're doing and got the passion to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in tomorrow. It's not going to happen maybe in a few years. But yeah. consistency grows. It's the it's the water. Yeah. It's the water that grows the, uh, the nurturing, the uh, plan and the idea of what you want to do. Yeah. And, and, and even if you even if you do wind up doing something professionally, uh, then, then even more so keep keep practicing, keep drawing. Don't, don't even get comfortable because, yeah, you will see an improvement the more you draw and the more you tackle things that are even uh, outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. So that's a good thing to do, too. I agree. I absolutely agree. So um, last question. Any uh, new projects that you're going to are you working on the, uh, the new uh, Samurai Jack series? No, no. Uh, actually, they they just finished that up recently. It's it's airing tonight. Tonight, right? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's kind of more of a, a mini series instead of a, a full on series. So they really had like you know like like a smaller crew, just some of the core members. But you know, a lot of the crew were all spread out everywhere. Some people are showrunners. Some people are, are even directing movies. You yeah. know, so yeah, it's impossible to kind of get the whole crew together uh, as much as we would all love to come back and work for Gandhi. You know. It's just impossible. So this is like the equivalent. This is kind of like the equivalent of Fox's, uh, you know, short twenty-four series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. But I mean, you know, it's definitely Gendy doing it again with all a lot of the core members in there. So uh, it's looking real good. I'm looking forward so, to it. <laughs> yeah, are, are we all right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, like, uh, what other projects that you got going on uh, outside from Teen Titans right now? Is there anything that we need to look out for? Yeah, uh, no, there's nothing, nothing much that's out there in the public. Uh, most of what I do uh, now on the side is I do a lot of development work because uh, thanks to getting all my stuff out there online, uh, a lot of studios contact me 
Uh, sometimes it's even within Warner Brothers where they say we have a new show uh, that we're looking to design and we need somebody to uh, figure out the look of it. So some of that stuff might never get seen. Some of it, uh, they go in a totally different direction and it comes out. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I, I guess I got paid, you know, and I, I, got to, I got to try drawing something that I ordinarily wouldn't, you know. So, yeah, unfortunately, most of my stuff doesn't doesn't get seen or I'm waiting for it to come out so then I can share it. But, but hey, yeah. the resume keeps building. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> well, Chris, thank you so very, very much. I mean, it's been an absolute honor and pleasure to have you on the show, and a privilege, actually. I mean, I say it all the time when we have guests like you on a show that can really, you know, get us to understanding what's going on in your world and, and the world that you work in. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, and I hope we can have you back in on our future. Thank you, man. I'd be happy to. All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this very special episode of Talk Time Live. Uh, let us know what you think. And uh, by all means, if you could tell us, um, you know, where they can follow you and where you, uh, you know, are traveling at. Yeah, well, uh, mainly I'm, I'm on Tumblr and Instagram these days. And I'm Chris Battle Art. Uh, so, and of course you can just Google my name, you'll, you'll find my stuff around. You know, I had, uh, an old blog spot that, that, that was going for about 10 years before we, uh, migrated over onto Tumblr and, and it's such a great, uh, great, um, outlet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, luckily I got a unique enough name that, uh, it tends to just be me up there. So your name is a comic book name, um, name in itself. I know, right? It's a, <laughs> luckily, all the credits go alphabetically uh, in animation, so you usually see my name up, up there first for that 1.5 seconds that our name is in the credits, so it gets seen. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, thanks again, man. It's been a pleasure. And uh, guys, that'll do it for this uh, very special edition of Talk Time Live on behalf of myself and Mr. Chris Battle himself. All I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and enjoy all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We're out of here. Take care. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design, your choice for multimedia development for your brand. Visit VFISAD.com and find out how we can make your vision your reality.